Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Dope Black Disabled Podcast. Home of unapologetic blackness, disability advocacy, pride and representation, and conversations that go there. Join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag DBDisabledPod. That's hashtag DBDISABLEDPOD. Let's get talking. You're listening to the Dope Black Disabled Podcast. This is a place we talk about life, career, love, faith, spirituality, society, pop culture, joyfully and truthfully through the lens of disability. I'm Kimmy. I'm Christine. Wagwan is Debola. So for our listeners who need it, hi, this is Kimmy and this is my voice christine how your voice sound my voice sounds like this it can get a little bit louder and squeaky but i have a unique voice so this is me debola what going with your voice i am the cool calm collected gentleman of the group it doesn't go too high it doesn't go too low i'm collected as i said it's just all around cool vibes in here so he said monotonous okay so um (laughs) Yeah, monotonous. That's what I said. <laughs> Sorry, Lashade James came out. I love you. I just, I just, I have yeah. to throw shade. I'm sorry. It's a disposition. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> uh, so today, you know, we open the show by saying hi, I am, and saying how we feel, and kind of giving a brief explanation on why we feel the way we feel. Well, baby, hi. I'm Kimmy, and I feel pressed, bothered, hot, twisted, pressed down, shaken together, running over, Mm. stumped on, everything. Mm. Baby, this week, this week said, I'm going to take you, and I'm going to go pow, 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 pow on you. But guess who's still cute, who's still smiling, and who has edges? Well, kind of. Kinda, 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 you know, them wigs will turn off your hands. Um, proceed. Today, how do you feel and why do you feel that way? Today, I'm avoiding people, so I'm doing great. I'm just over people seeing my disability, we're not saying like acknowledging me as a person. So, out on the street, I'm triggered, but today in my house with me and my dog, I'm doing good. <laughs> how about you, Uncle Debola? Oh my god. <laughs> Today, I'm hungry. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. So, Kimi knows this. I decided that, you know, to keep sexy like I am, I was going to go on a no-carbs diet. No Coke, no soda, no pop, nothing. And every time I go to bed, all I can see is a rainfall of Coca-Cola on my body. Oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. So right now, I see you beautiful ladies right here. All I see is some chicken. Like, Kimi, you look like a beer of drumstick right now. Can't lie. Christine's, you look like a chicken breast. Some flavor all over you. I can't even lie. A poster <laughs> will hear crazy, of man. this. A poster will hear <laughs> of this. That's how I'm feeling. My brother, uh, <laughs> why? Sapa don't kill you. What's happening? <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But literally, I just think that, you know, I'm trying to go on a diet. I'm trying to do like the whole cleanse, you know, trying to make myself feel good. I feel bad though. I don't feel good, but it's, it's cool. It's okay. The benefits is going to be worth it in a few days. I'm going to give you the... Hey. This is why I needed Debola to be on this week's podcast. I was talking to Debola and he was like, so I was having carb withdrawals and, you know, you have feverish symptoms and you're shaking. I was like, that don't sound right. What? He was like, "Uh uh-uh, that's okay. That's the carb demons leaving your body. I said, you are not okay. 
you are mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I'm you still stuck on drumstick and chicken breast. I'm so sorry. I, no, I can't really lie. Like everything I think about now is food. Every single thing. I was talking at work today, and uh, <laughs> I was talking to my boss at work today, and he was like, "Oh, have you got this payment through today?" And I said, "Yes." You know what? This payment was going to be sorted out just after the. I was going to say the, <laughs> the Bank of England withdrawal, and I said just after the KFC payment, and he said, "What?" I said, you know, yeah, the Bank of England is in City of London, just next to the KFC, which I'm thinking about. That I shouldn't be thinking about, but um, yeah, yeah, you you get the idea. But luckily, my manager is black, so he understood. That was good. Wow. You you like forever <laughs> set us back. Now, do you see what this girl's done? No, no, let's talk about this. So I'm talking about I'm going on carbs to draw, yeah, and Christine's got the pop right in front of me. It's not pop. Stop it, Christine. Don't drink pop. It's Lacroix. <laughs> Oh, get it mm, right. Mm, it's La Croix, mm. darling. La Croix. La Croix. Mm. It's water. <laughs> agua. Okay. El agua. It's, it's agua. Right. It's right. agua. <laughs> okay. Right. You, you guys, right. now today I'm the adult. We need to do our affirmation. I cannot with you. Debola doesn't have a, a, a carbs for a week and all the adult leaves his body with the shakes. Okay. So the adult where? Mm. <laughs> where? <laughs> where? So the affirmation for the day is, so the operation affirmation, we're calling this. So we had affirmation station and that was the working title. But, you know, that was someone else's intellectual property and I was just inspired. I said, sis, you need to come up with your own. So operation affirmation, copyrighted, Mm -hmm. honey. So operation affirmation today is my disabled body is worth loving as it is. Find your nearest mirror and say to yourself and say with your chest. Okay? My disabled body is worthy. It's perfect. It's worthy of loving as it is. I don't Mm. need any extras and that's going to be my say with your chest to close but I don't need anything added or taken away for me to be whole. As I am, I am whole. And whatever is added is extra and it will enrich my life and I welcome it. But she is not losing sleep over what's not here because what's here is worthy of love. Can I get a mm. whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. Amen and hallelujah. Tambourine shake. Ooh. Ooh. Go on, girl. Go on. Before Uncle Debola catches the spirit, the the crux of this week, we're talking about how exactly the hashtag Free Britney movement, Mm. this case, this situation is a disability rights issue. And this is Mm -hmm. an overarching theme. But it's an underlooked theme and it's had to be written about in think pieces and defended for people to be like, oh, yeah, but she is not really disabled, is she? That's another situation. But our good sister, Brittany, appeared before the L.A. probate judge, Brenda Penny, and gave a testimony about how she felt about the state of her conservatorship and the treatment she has received since entering that conservatorship in 2008 after her 2007 mental breakdown with that infamous uh, head shaving and umbrella episode. So, my people, what have you seen in the social media sphere about this case? No, let me just take that from you. This is very much like coleslaw in a meal. It's always underregarded when people talk about mental health. They know under they, they see it as an issue that's to the side, just like some of the slaw. You know, you, you know where I'm going with this. It's people don't take it seriously. It's like coleslaw. You know, it's it's a side dish, and it shouldn't be, because you can't talk about disability without all of the issues, including the slaw. So what what I think is, you know. The thing that has ground my gears so much reading this article, especially a lot of them today, is how people are saying that she's almost not disabled enough. 
And they're not looking at it like a disability issue or disability rights issue because they think, look, I, I, I agree that there's aspects of this that's a legal issue. Fair. But at the end of the day, they're exploiting someone because the person has challenges. The person is not fully cognitively there, if that makes sense. There is a disability there that is extensively being exploited by the court system, by people that are supposed to be protecting you. And that is, for me, one of the biggest you know, cruxes of the issue. This entire situation, so I myself have never never heard of conservatorship until I watched the whole Free Britney movement. And upon my reading, it's really, it's really unfortunate. I feel like it makes it so easy to take advantage of people. And everybody should have a right to have, you know, mental health issues and their mental health days. I'm a person who spent my entire childhood and majority of my adulthood crying. And so to think that this woman who was dealing with the pressures of society, I mean, she's been in the light since like I could remember. I was a little girl watching Britney be on TV and because she, you know, had a spiral, as I call all of a sudden, all of her rights were stripped from her and she has no right to advocate for herself like as a human being as a person i love advocacy and so as a person who's unable to like the idea of being unable to advocate for yourself like you can barely like if that's like if telling someone that you have to go to the bathroom it's like no you don't like that is so mm. controlling it's so belittling it's so dehumanizing and my heart goes out to not just britney but every person who's being abused underneath this order and the fact that it's something that once you get into you can't get out it's 100% a disability rights issue, regardless of the semantics of the situation, because it's something that people with disabilities are being affected with. And I, I feel some type of way that it took for, you know, Britney Spears for the light to sh be shed on about mm -hmm. this abuse, because it's yeah. just modern day abuse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's interesting that you said you hadn't uh, come across conservatorship because Amanda Bynes is a famous case of conservatorship when she really? went through. Yeah, when she went through her mental breakdown and she was writing all that stuff on social media and is showing erratic behavior that's consistent with mental health um, issues. She was checked into a facility and her parents took over her, her net worth, her wealth and assets. And, uh, I think even till this day, I'm not sure if she's not in her conservatorship, but she went to uh, FIDM and, 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 you know, she, she got clean off whatever substances that she was taking that were kind of making her mental health issues that she was predisposed to worse. But she's another famous case of conservatorship. But this is an issue that is very common in the disability community because we live in fear that the slightest deterioration or the, the slightest show of cognitive incompetence in the eyes of the people that are these arbitrators, our family, our, our law, uh, you know, whoever is the arbitrator in this situation, the slightest show of uh, con cognitive incompetence in their eyes and they make the litmus is just a one sure way of your rights being taken away. And I can't say my rights have been taken away, but because of my severe memory loss, there's a time that my mother was taking over all my appointments and and things that needed to be paid and, and people that need to be liaised with because my memory loss was extremely, extremely bad. And I'm still, you know, I still live with um, uh, memory loss, but... I've found ways of coping with it and writing and alarms and accountability and people helping me and whatnot. And my mother is a great big part of that. But if I had a Britney-sized wealth my mother would have taken over that at that time. And if there was a conservatorship, I would still be under that. And the thing that's really infuriating about Britney's conservatorship is that the condition for her not to be in it anymore is for her not to show any signs of her mental illness, bipolar disorder is believed to be. Nah, um, <laughs> what? Bipolar disorder is a lifelong mental illness. So just when 
am I going to be out of this? Are you going to say that I'm going to be out of this for life? So you telling me that the only way she can break this is to pretend to not have a disability. But then the thing is, she cannot pretend because she's been subject. So I wrote down what some some highlights from her testimony and her therapist was abusive towards her and he was mm. part of the team of the conservatorship. And when she wasn't complying, she was put on her, her, her five year prescription for her mood balancing medication was changed and she was put on lithium which was numbing and then that shut her down and she didn't have any say so she couldn't really like object or say anything she's been forcibly institutionalized and nudity forced upon up like what, what do you have to really be naked in front of people in rehab really and she didn't have a door in rehab like she didn't have any privacy that that i understand if people want to stash it stuff and 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 you know for for, for life-saving measures but nudity really like she has no autonomy to her body which leads me to the sterilization the forced sterilization did you guys come across this buck versus bell and it triggers me on a whole different level yes 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 this entire topic has me like (laughs) sweating with just infuriation i am pissed like the idea of taking away someone's choice to have a auntie warning we say fuck to have a fucking, yes we forgot you know choice to choose a adequate doctor like do you know what it's like to have a doctor who not only you don't trust but also doesn't like believe you like it's like yeah. like it's it's it, it's everything that people of color deal with in the healthcare system you know trying to get adequate meds for their issues and and and, and the things that they struggle with and their challenges and being told no and but this is now legal the, no door no private basic human rights basic human rights and it, and it just infuriates me it makes my blood boil and the idea of sterilization i read fuck versus bell apparently they stated that you know cuz she was a white woman i read an article somewhere where it talked about how you know how she could taint the bloodline like what is that shit Mm, I have a gene mm, mutation. Mm. I had cancer twice. Are you going to tell me that you're going to sterilize me because I don't have the best genes? Who mm, says that's right? Mm, mm. Who is like that's that that's women's rights one on one. That's literally what they were doing in those camps in America. That's what they were doing, and it just infuriates me that this is legal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get off of my box because now this is passion you guys are seeing. <laughs> I am. <laughs> livid about this i'm livid so for some context buck versus bell is a 1927 supreme court decision the court upheld a state mandated sterilization program for quote-unquote mentally deficient individuals and others a ruling that to this day has not been overturned so some people on Twitter were drawing these parallels because one of the the details that came out of this was Britney saying that she has an IUD in her as we speak, but she's not allowed to take her IUD out. She wants to have more children. She wants to marry her boyfriend, but she's not allowed to marry her boyfriend, nor is she allowed to have any more children. So she forcibly has to have this IUD, which is then forced sterilization which is mm-hmm. reminiscent of buck versus bell so as a man debola like well, <laughs> what's going on you know it's 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 a very 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 touchy subject you get what i mean like first of all i'm I'm a very big fan of everybody has a right to whatever they want to happen on their body so when you're taking away a person's rights to what happens with their body it's already a problem. Let's just start with that. That's already a problem. Now, when you're then taking away those rights because they are disabled, that is, that is, I don't want to, you know, be, I don't know, create some hyperbole and say it's like, like, you know, genocide. But at the same time, it's like, it's like natural, it's not natural selections. What's it called? It's, it's almost basically creating, not a supreme race or a supreme type of people, but essentially just. It's, it's eugenics. It's eugenics. That's the word. That's what it is. And 
over the, the last hundred years, we fought against this in, in different parts of the world. And when this stuff is happening, we say this is terrible. But, you know, in a civilized country, in a civilized first world place like like the Western world, we, we're still letting stuff like this happen. Why? And I will never get that. Like, I just, I just, there's just so many things, you know, wrong with this. You know, it's triggering at one point that, you know, as a disabled person, you feel like, you can, your choice on your body is taken away, then your choice to procreate, the choice to have a family, the choice to make decisions for yourself is also taken away. Just because you're disabled, it is everything every disabled person preaches about. You know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not right. It just isn't right. Yeah, yeah. And this is why, by and large, disability advocates and disability rights activists have come up and come out in support of Britney, but also to say that this is nothing new. Conservatorships aren't new. This is commonplace in the disabled community, but also it's happening to a lot of people as we speak. And those people are faceless. They don't have fans. Because autonomy. So a big thing of this is autonomy and, and, and fear and... I ask this because clearly this is outdated. This is something that's it's so... People have changed, you know, the psychology has changed. What we see as disability and how to handle this stuff has changed. Why is there not a push to, to change this thinking, to change these laws that basically segregate and sterilise people just because of cognitive deficiencies? Like, why are we not pushing this? Why is this something that is just coming to the forefront now? That's, what, that's what's boggling my mind. Have you heard people say the exact same words about racism? Yeah. Yes, yes. People say the same thing. No, society has changed, but the laws haven't changed. No, society has changed, but the laws haven't changed. That's what it is. I'm indifferent about both. I, I think aspects of society has changed. But a reason, the reason why a lot of laws are in place is because of society's original idea. Mm. And so, in a way, it hasn't changed because if society changes, if, if there's people, I mean, look, literally, look at look at George Floyd. Yeah, like it's 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 not the most ideal situation, but because streets, countries were in uproar and people banded together, society changed its mind, and we didn't get the perfect verdict, but we got a verdict. We got more than we've gotten in the last ten, fifteen years, and so people are becoming more accepting of people with disabilities. But it's still not an extremely exclusive place where we're allowed to be seen as a person. Our mm. identity it to society is still our disability. That's how we're getting. You're brave. I'm brave for walking down the street. <laughs> yeah. I'm brave for carrying my groceries because society's view of me is still very small. So the laws aren't, aren't going to change until society itself is their ideas are rebuilt and then the laws match it. But until people in society see it, it's going to stay the same. See, well, something that scares me now, sorry, Kimmy, something that really scares me just now is that obviously we're dope black disabled. And it just occurs to me that just imagine how much worse this would have been if Britney was black. Oh, baby, she wouldn't have had none of this coverage and none of this fandom, unless it's Beyonce. Uh, you know, no one has a fan because the Free Britney movement was really carried by the fandom and people. Then activists mm-hmm. started carrying on. It was first mm-hmm. her fans who started like a, a long time ago. And they were like, no, she's not mm-hmm. happy. Free Britney. And people were like, what are you, you weird teenagers on the internet? What are you doing? And then, and activists were like wait a minute something is not right and then people were even posting jokes saying oh my gosh blink twice if you're okay and she was posting pictures of herself dancing with her boyfriend to india ari brown skin and people were like sis blink twice if you're okay though and so yeah, for a while, like it, it was just trivialized. And this is Britney we're talking about. And it was still trivialized. And it was like people on the fringes who were just her fans were like, free Britney, free Britney. And then when activists came on board and then the media came on board, that testament was very damning. Now, her power and her name 
and the pull, the gravitational pull that the Britney brand has works outside of that conservatorship. So it does nothing for her in this, in her circle, in the place she's supposed to feel safe. It does nothing for her, but on the outside world where it should be the other way around. Do you see what I mean? Mm. So in 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 yeah, her, so in in her circle, in her protected bubble, she has overall lack of autonomy. We talked about the forced nudity and humiliation in rehab. She was unable to pick her own lawyer. And something that surprised me is that she she used the phrase that I hear a lot of our 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 cousins, our, our you know our wayward brothers and whatever saying, or you know people that run on hard times saying. Yeah. Court appointed lawyer, court appointed mm-hmm. attorney. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, you mm. generated millions, more than some people would generate in their lifetimes. And she's still having to use court appointed legal counsel because she is so under such subordination that she's not able to mm. choose her own legal counsel. And then the most messed up part is she's having to f- pay for these services so she's she was working 70 hour weeks no breaks she was talking mm-hmm. about how she went on uh, on tour in vegas didn't have a choice came straight off vegas went into her house didn't have a choice wanted to take a break was you know a uh, choreographing uh, leading the whole thing and they said no 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 she wasn't present it wasn't good enough she was you know whatever and so it was just like this dangling carrot and this lack of autonomy, lack of approval, lack of yeah. uh, her humanity. And then that whole thing of lithium. Okay, so yes, it was wrong for her to be put on lithium without her approval. She's an adult. I have had rows with doctors in hospital saying, don't put anything on my drug chart without telling me me do my research on on what it is drug interactions and side effects first because i am a whole somebody's child out here i'm grown okay and then she was put on lithium to be numbed but the the messed up part is she believes that lithium if you take it for more than five months it messes you up forever she was scared mm. into this. So uh, I, I watched a psychologist say, no, no, people can take lithium for years and they'd be fine. It's an element on the periodic table and it was seen to be a mood stabilizer. But if you know, if, you, if you're told that you're taking this poison and fear is put into you and you have this ticking time bomb of five months, imagine, do you see now this recurring theme of fear? Fear mongering, yeah. control, and and manipulation, and mm. you know. So educate me. Lithium as a drug, I've heard about it being given to people who have, you know, mental health challenges. But what is it? What does it do? What are the effects? What are the side effects? Why is it recommended? What is the positive out of it? Obviously, there are loads of negatives. But what is why? from what i know and i'm 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 also verifying so at first you know it was just it's a compound is we know it on the periodic table that's what she is this is just you know lithium and she's in batteries she's everywhere she is a versatile girl however it was seen to treat mania hypomania and depressions and bipolar disorder and so what i'm reading from the nhs.uk is saying lithium can also help reduce aggressive self-harming behavior it comes as a regular tablet and slow release um tablets and Mm. yes so so the key fact is that the common side effects are feeling or being sick diarrhea dry mouth and metallic taste in your mouth because guess what it's a compound interesting mm, it's crazy so she was she was going through these uh, side effects possibly and fearing that this thing is doing harm to me and i'm a ticking time bomb till i shut down into a cabbage and these people are doing this to me and because she's used to medical abuse and her therapist abusing her, her doctor abusing her, her manager abusing her and she has no trust figure it's w- even worse in her head than it is in out on the outside world and on the outside world it's fucked up yeah 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. It's one of those situations. Just it drives me crazy. Like, I can see Christine. She's shaking. Like she shook it. This is crazy. Yeah, she shook it. She's she shook it. I can't lie. Every fiber in my being is just so like the more I learn about this, I've become more and more furiated. Uh, my the passion inside of me just intensifies. You know, while Kimmy is talking about lymphia, I'm also researching it. And the idea of putting something in your body that leaves a metal-like taste, like that's something I know. And that's something that you get from when you're on chemotherapy. And so mm. chemo is poison. Mm. And it's a poison that helps, but it's still poison. It has lasting effects, lasting. Like I have to see a cardiologist for the rest of my life for cardiotoxicity, which is, <laughs> that's my heart. And so just the idea mm. of just being forcibly, and I had a right, like I chose to do that. And just the idea of someone forcibly put, being put on medication, regardless of the effects, you know, even if it has something to do with her fertility, it just takes me back to lack of human rights. And the idea yeah. of what if this was a black person that Kimmy said it, this was a black person you would get. In, like, even if I mean, honestly, even if she was Beyonce, think about it. People are abusing this situation. It's people around her in her circle that are abusing and capitalizing off of this. So if this was a black person, the silence would just be even more increased because mm -hmm. if you have money like Britney's, be more people also just benefiting off of it. And then just think about all mm -hmm. the people who don't have the money and lawyers to back them up, who don't have the resources and whose family is, is it, um, what's the word? Uh, is it, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Because illiterate is not the word that I want to use. Mm -hmm. The people who aren't aware of their choices. And the thing is, so this financial abuse aspect, this drugging, all of this, it's so common. It's more common than we know. So I can actually name someone who's going through this, right? So to bring it back home, this happens to a lot of disabled people, right? we should never lose sight that this free Britney thing is a not only a disability rights issue, but it's a it's a reproductive rights issue and it's a women's rights issue because her power and autonomy and that bodily autonomy was taken away. And this is something that we cannot lose sight of. But no. do you know that there is a huge eugenically, I don't know if that's a word, but it's, it's grounded in eugenics argument that couples with cognitive disabilities like down syndrome and the autism spectrum disorder because we don't say asperger's anymore because he was a nazi child but they are not allowed uh, or they're not encouraged or people are frown upon them procreating and having children so forced sterilization is commonplace in disabled women and you know Many caregivers are abusing their disabled dependents and they're using their benefits. So they might not have Britney level money, but a lot of mm. people have PIP. Uh, a lot of people have mm -hmm. welfare in America. A lot of people have some kind of social infrastructure that, uh, that they get to, to, to survive as disabled people who are incapacitated as to work. There's some people living their lives, going on holiday, leaving these disabled people to fend for themselves hungry or with someone who doesn't know their care and, and going and getting manicures and, and dinners and whatnot. I know someone. I know someone, you know, this is happening in real life. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, funny enough, as you were speaking just now, it occurred to me that there might be someone who went through this that we all know. And, you know, it wasn't very well documented. And I was just reading into it. And it was Whitney Houston's daughter. Bobby Christina. Yeah. I was just reading that just now. And I was just like, whoa. She went through a conservatorship as well. After her mom died. Of course. Pat Houston. Yes. Yes. Chad, Pat Houston, they're waiting. Whatever the opposite of the pearly gates for the gates of hell. Yeah, waiting for Pat with a pitchfork. Because Miss Thang yeah. did her thing. She was just, hey, Mami Wata was taking notes. Yeah, she was. I can't lie. Because, yeah, I was just thinking that this sounded so familiar for a case that we didn't really talk about. And I remember that I was in uni and I, I don't know, because I was thinking that this word, I've, I've talked about it before. I was thinking, where, where have I mentioned this before? And it was Bobby Chris. And it was Bobby Chris. And she was taken off life support. And they were fighting. They were fighting while she was on life support. And the thing about Bobby Chris is uh, not only was she a black woman, there was the added circus of the incestuous, like the play cousin, that whole play brother relationship. Mm -hmm. And then that was her boyfriend. But then they were saying they were married. And then he Mm -hmm. was her alleged abuser and then allegedly killed her. And then, you know, and then later on lost his own life at a very young age. Age, which is very unfortunate but that that story was swept up in the circus that we didn't see the human rights violations we just knew that pat houston is an evil winch but we didn't see that mm-hmm. bobby chris is suffering yeah and she was a victim of the cycle we're talking about and this is what we this is exactly what we're saying like if this happened to a black person, yeah, it's not. No, we wouldn't even we, hear about we're it. We're not even we talking about it, and this is dope. Black disabled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. She died in 2015. Yeah. This is six years yeah. later. No one, no one's still talking about Bobby Christina. This is, this is really sad. Like this is like triggering me and making me sad at the same time. I'm so serious. Come I want to fight. Jamie Spears, come on over here. Come on over here. Okay. But, you know, it's a thing of when you take away the Hollywood glamour, like when you take away the icon and the, 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 the Britney aspect of it and the press coverage and all these mm. ad- aspects at the core is just family who are abusing their disabled Ooh. family member and using yeah. them as a form of income, using fear force punishment in order to get compliance and you know to break a spirit there there's so many uh, mm. humiliation and breaking a spirit and like she was forced to sign a document under duress and she was if she mm. didn't comply she was forced to do this and this and that there were so many points where she was you know pavlov's theory was like trained and and and, and beat into submission and into like a pattern of this is how you behave reward and you know negative reinforcement and positive reinforcement if you behave you get this and if you don't behave you get this yeah we, we you know we spoke about this this phrase that just before the show christine like it is enslaving not necessarily slavery but it is enslaving yeah it yeah it very much is and all i can think about you know and it's 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 scary for i'm not going to speak for the the three of us but it's scary just the idea that if for some reason, someone deemed me, you know, a very articulate person that I was mm. mentally unstable. They could take away my right, baby. And it infuriates me on a whole nother degree to know that this is actually happening to people. And there are people who mm. are stuck. There's people who are stuck. I was reading an article, I believe his name was uh, William Dean. Um, I believe that was his name. He was under conservatorship and he was, I think the, I think I pronounced it a savant. He loved art. And they talked about how he had this huge collection of historical instruments and their mom and parents lost the right to conservatorship to him to the state. And the state not only sold all of his instruments that he had been collecting, mm-hmm. not only sold his waterfront ha- house, but they euthanized his cat. Oh, no. oh, not the cat. Not the cat. And this man died. He didn't no. get justice. He didn't get free. He died and his case is closed. 
So just the idea that if any person with a disability, especially since disabilities are becoming, and this is where my, uh, Kimmy knows this about me. I taste, I stay 10 steps ahead of people. It is a effect from just childhood for me. I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I stay ahead of people. And so just thinking about, you know, how visibility for people with disabilities is increasing. What happens if one day someone in government decides, hey, this person with a disability who has all of this credibility and is changing things, I want to take their right to silence them. Yeah. They could legally do mm. that. Yeah. Mm. Like conservatorship is just the stripping of basic human rights for people with disabilities. You guys, like a lot of people, are, we already fight for our identity to be humans. And for the idea is after I humanize myself for you to strip it from me because you don't view me human. Now that's not okay. And I have to put a, an asterisk in that. There are instances where conservatorship is effective when done right yes. without the exploitative, you know, part of it. When there's love, when there's honesty, when there's, because let me tell you, I, I always know, and this is why I've been fighting back tears a, a lot because this will not be a crying podcast. But my truth is that I, I know that I'm a hop and, and the skip and a jump away from conservative myself as someone who has a neurological disorder and has six other conditions and has, you know, memory loss and severe pain and goes into hospital for long periods of time and is indisposed for long periods of time so this put some fear into me now my mother is amazing right Mm. she will take care of me okay my mama is fierce amazing independent caring loving giving but Mm. she's not my Mm. brain she's not her decisions aren't mine and we think completely we're night and day so it's not sometimes even in spite sometimes it's just a difference in perspective and decision making and we see like another part that we see conservatorship is power of attorney how families Mm -hmm. fight for power of attorney and when someone is indisposed and in a coma or has passed away there's people who are assigned power of attorney and how Mm -hmm. some people either do right by that person and handle that person's affairs with respect and love and, and, and diligence. Like I, I want to believe and I, I tried to do for my father because I, you know, I was his, his, his next of kin when he passed away. But you know, s- some people are like, uh, uh-uh, <laughs> this power, I have never had this power before. Guess who has the scepter? I am the queen and you're all my subjects. I think you I think you hit it. You know, you definitely shared that there are a positive side to conservatorship and there are people who, you know, do benefit from it. I just think it needs to be regulated. Mm-hmm. You know, there needs to be some type of, of rules and laws and it shouldn't be just court mandated. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be the judge says whether or not there needs to be actual a medical person, a non-biased medical person who has, has had years experience in not just, you know, the medical industry, but also medical industry when it comes to people with disabilities. Because how are you having people who don't have disabilities, people who don't have a relationship or know anybody firsthand with disabilities making decisions for people with disabilities? Now, there was someone yeah. assigned in Brittany's case. There's a name I saw today that there's like a role and the person was supposed to liaise between Brittany and her father. There was a fancy name for the role. And that person, Brittany says, was not very effective. Okay, okay. Jody Montgomery, a licensed private profession professional fiduciary. Fiduciary is a person who is the liaison between the family and the conservator, the the person, you know, the conservator, the person who is protected by the conservatorship. But Jodie Montgomery, yeah, conservatee, I I guess. Yeah, right. She dropped the ball. She, she, she dropped the ball and she was fully in charge of Brittany's day-to-day care, medical treatment for the last two years. So a lot of what she's saying 
is also not just her managers. Jody Montgomery, the fiduciary, was also a part of that. So there were people in place. There are systems in place, but we're seeing a, a, a circumvention of these systems and we're seeing what happens when these systems aren't adhered to as they're supposed to. The world is such a fudge, that place. Okay. But Uncle Dibola wanted to say something, a pr- proverb, something. No, no, no. Actually, I was just wondering, actually, because in the UK, do, what do we have that's, that's similar? Because I don't think we have exactly the same thing. We're um, power of attorney. We've got power of attorney. That, that's what we call it here. Yeah. I think uh, power of attorney is what I know, but there might be something out there. We have that here, too. Think, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I just wondered, because when you hear all the laws and courts involved, it always sounds very American, because, you know, the first thing they think about is court. Go to court. Go to go get lawyers involved. You know, here, we normally get social services involved first before we think about getting lawyers involved does that make sense Kimmy? yeah 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 but you know what i just want to round up because we are coming to the end of our podcast and if we if we can say anything away from this is that there's some basically overarching themes here right and there's there's so many stories of so many people who are non-verbal so they can't express themselves like britney right Mm -hmm. there's so many people without a platform without the support and the overarching theme here is the taking away of a woman's autonomy uh, of her rights of her voice and it's actually a lot more commonplace than you think. And I think that a lot of disabled people end up being stuck in a personal hell when these things happen. But the people that are supposed to care do not. And it's yeah. sometimes your enemy is closer than you think. Mm. Mm. Say that louder for those in the back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm. if you take anything away, Free Britney is a human rights issue. It's a women's rights issue. It's a disability rights issue. It's a reproductive rights issue. And don't forget that. Absolutely. You know. So we've come to the bit of our podcast where we say something with our chest that we are feeling in our shanana and we want to release. And your lives must be perfect. Like there is no agony aunt. Like we are not being bootleg agony aunt and 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 no one is like, Oh my man don't love me no more. Uh, 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 uh. you know what? Bring me your problems. <laughs> I can throw shade at your neighbor for you. Your waist. This girl's answer to everything is a glitter bomb. But (laughs) 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 if you have any questions, any scenarios, anything that you would like to send us through as your bootleg agonians, send it to ask dbed so askdbed at gmail.com and you never know we have one brain cell among us i have you never two. know you'll be surprised i have two. Oh, <laughs> three brain cells me and christine share a brain cell <laughs> so christine what would you like to say with your chest i would like to say if y'all mad about britney be mad about other people's disabilities because she's a situation that's getting light shed upon it. And there are those who are suffering in silence. Mm, so care mm. about all people with all people of all abilities with a mm, heightened, mm, mm. a heightened sense of awareness of people with disabilities who are going mm, through this. Mm, mm, mm. That was a sermon. Give me a, 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 a cash app. I'm sending a tithe. Mm. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Uncle Dibala, what would you like to say with your buff chest? <laughs> Oh, this chest. <laughs> this your skinny, skinny chest. <laughs> <laughs> nah, all I would like to say is very simple. That if you are quiet on disability rights, you are quiet on human rights. It is simple. It's as simple as that. You cannot be quiet on any of them. If you're saying, oh, I talk the most about human rights. This is my right. This is my right. You must speak on disability rights. Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. 
you just like to just rip my gala off. That's what you did. Just ripped oh. my gala oh. off. <laughs> yeah, girl. He, he, that, that, that was just something. Yeah. If, if, you know what? It's not true diversity until disabled people are involved. It's not true freedom till mm. we're, you know, free too. And that is because, you know, it's not true freedom till black people are free, right? So that's a given, right? And it's not true yep. diverse till black people are, are, are involved. So that's a given. <laughs> but what I would like to say with my chest, right? I wish I had the church organ. <laughs> no, you're missing on my sound. I can put it on YouTube. You just let me know. I can give you a little voiceover <laughs> of your dick. You know what? No, because I will be a clown of clowns. What I just want to, this I mean with my heart. Okay, let me, let me know. I don't need the, I, I don't need the organ to be legit. I give you some spiritual. I can give you some spiritual. Wedding water. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say about Debola setting us back 250 years every time he opens his mouth? Didn't I say that? Oh my god. My say with your chest is <laughs> July is Disability Pride Month, right? Mm. Disability mm-hmm. Pride is defiance. It's survival, it's change, it's how we make history and secure the future and everything tells us not to love our bodies and you know we we go about feeling broken and incomplete. Mm-hmm. Disability mm-hmm. Pride Month it's it's a month to celebrate our wholeness even louder hmm. because we celebrate every day i'm whole i'm not waiting to be whole when i'm miraculously healed by papa right i know it's problematic i know i just i was just problematic to like a, a, a whole bunch of people but <laughs> They want to remove disability from their view so much and it's such an eyesore that you're not whole till you bite this dangling carrot and uh-uh, as I am, I'm enough. As I am, I'm beautiful. Mm. As I am, I'm mm. worthy. So happy, happy, elated, happy, happy, happy Disability Pride Month because you're mm. worth it. <laughs> Yes. You see, I'm, I'm finding myself. You're, you're dropping hits. I'm finding myself. I'm hot. This heat is too heavy. The <laughs> said, <laughs> you have taken me to church. Yeah. Taking me to church. Come on, T-Pain. Tom, <laughs> take me to church. <laughs> <laughs> happy Disability Pride Month, everyone. Yes, happy Disability Pride. We have a lot to be proud for. Yes. Mm-hmm. And since we're already at church, let's close with the harmony for our homies. So do you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna speak a blessing over everyone. Mm-hmm. And we know this part sucks. We've come to the part of the podcast where we part ways. We hate to see you go. But we're sending you off with a blessing, good health, protection, prosperity, and may your God bless you, honey. We love you. Thank you for hanging out with us. I hope you like us as much as we like you. Join us for bi-weekly episodes where we'll continue these conversations. In the meantime, connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dope Black Disabled and follow us on Twitter at DB Disabled. See you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.